fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. Let us say happy holidays to our good friend Michael Harmon, SwollenDome.com. Mike, let's start with Monday Night Football, considering that Julio Jones still merely only has one touchdown cast all season long. Are you riding with Mohamed Sanu the rest of the way? I'll get Sanu in as a back-end number two. Obviously, the yardage wasn't there, but still efficient in the red zone with all the attention afforded to Julio Jones. Uh, he's going to get that one-on-one coverage and making the most of it along the way. Matt Ryan, great confidence in him. And Julio Jones leaving the ball on the turf early in that game, once again, not endearing himself to fantasy owners. It's the holiday season. Get those tubs of stick em sent uh, to the new stadium. Because remember, the Georgia Dome, famously, even though the Weather Channel blew it, as everybody knows, <laughs> Uh, imploded. Mike, another good showing from Jay Ajayi, but it was Corey Clement uh, with the touchdown. What do you learn about the Eagles' backfield on Sunday Night Football? Well, I think what we look at is, you know, you got a dominant offense, another great opportunity here uh, this coming week against Chicago. As good as their defense has been, the offense still struggling, which means more time of possession, more opportunity for Philly. Uh, with Clement, you're looking at the touch count, has varied quite a bit. Only six this last year, the or last week I should say, 17 the long, but he does score. That's three in the last two weeks. He'd had double-digit touches two weeks prior, so he gets in as a flex play, uh, but Ajayi still, even with the lower touch count still being productive what eight plus yards per carry uh the the fact that Legarrette blunts there staring you in the face isn't helping instill a lot of confidence but the big play threats are there given the passing proficiency of Carson Wentz so we'll keep a in as a high-end number two take Clement he'll have a, a flex plus opportunity and then Legarrette Blunt is your wild card depending on your depth Michael Corey Coleman of the Browns finally healthy 80 games 80 yards in his first game back against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You buying him moving forward? I think a lot of that would be contingent on how much confidence you have in Deshaun Kaiser. It really just comes down to someone's, in theory, got to catch the ball, right? You're still coming down. Most games, uh, even the worst, well, I shouldn't say that, even the worst quarterbacks uh, at 150-plus yards, but we've certainly seen some outliers uh, to that over the course of the year. So if you're going to get the targets downfield, uh, certainly we'll, we'll take a look-see at this point in the season, the attrition, the uh, injury, and just the, the idea of we need a couple of big play threats, and that's the one thing Coleman provides is that big play capability. We'll see if if that bursts on and if they can somehow uh, unleash Josh Gordon before the season ends, maybe you got the, the bookend speedsters uh, that'll help things even more. But for now, we'll, we'll take a pick off the wire, and, and in some leagues he'll come in as a third wide receiver. But for most, it's, again, about playing defense these final couple of weeks, especially when you've got the explosiveness of the speedster downfield. Has Brandon Cooks lived up to expectation in his first year with the, with the New England Patriots? Oh, yeah, there's no, there's no question. I mean, obviously, we, we look at New England and you wait for the – 
stats to be split about, and for the running back position, that's certainly been the case. But 45 catches, almost 800 yards with, with six games to play, I, I think you'll take that when you're averaging eight, nine targets a game. Uh, sure, the 149, the, the outlier in terms of yardage production, but you're, you're getting opportunity, and that's really all you can ask for is that you're getting a, a consistent shot downfield, and that's what Brady's been, been delivering. And even though you've had games where the tight ends and running backs have dominated, if you can keep getting the target counts, eventually the big one comes. So uh, I think folks that drafted Cooks, which would have been a high-end number two wide receiver, I was a little more bullish on him, waiting for another couple of touchdowns, and we'll see if uh, I'm rewarded as the fantasy playoffs approach. Fantasy Fix, Michael Harmon, SwollenDome.com. Mike, do you have a handle on what's going on with O.J. Howard, the playmaking at times tight end at Alabama? Feels like he's got a big bandwidth, wide spectrum. Either he's involved in a lot of plays in Tampa or he's virtually silent. Well, there, there's your hard part because you're also looking at Cameron Brait that the last two weeks in a row you had plus matchups as far as the opponent uh, in with tight end production looking at the Jets and then followed by the Dolphins. In both cases, you didn't really see much out of Brait at all uh, for O.J. Howard. You, you've had a couple of huge games. You go back to that game against the Bills and uh, about a month ago uh, and then obviously against Miami, but the production from the offense altogether just too sporadic to put much stock in, in anybody other than Evans and maybe a number three tag on, on Deshaun Jackson. Otherwise, we're going deep in the tight end position. We'll find other stars that are at least getting more consistent target counts. Mike, after a brutal showing against the Minnesota Vikings, do you think the Rams offense will pick back up or is it a concern um, that you have with them moving forward or are they going to struggle? Yeah, I think you got to have a little bit of concern. Just you know, you lose Robert Woods for a longer period of time. You got a, a tough matchup coming up uh, against the Saints defense that that's really stepped up. You look the following week, Arizona on the road still have good cornerback play, and then you got that game against the Eagles. So you got three straight uh, before you even go on the road to Seattle, and we'll we'll see how many of their front eleven uh, are still standing by the time we get to that game. But you, you look at the Rams; they they cruise through the first part of the season. You have this past week, Minnesota came and punched him in the mouth early and often. The loss of Woods necessitates more uh, opportunity, but more of uh, a need for Sammy Watkins to be more than a decoy and, and a, a one one or two time a game playmaker. So uh, Cooper Cup are going to have to come up with a, a, some big efforts as well. And I don't know that he's shown us that consistently he can be that guy, possession receiver, but can he make a, a game-changing play? Next three weeks will tell. For Jared Goff, for now, it's going to back him off into the high-end number two instead of where he was starting to find himself in the lofty fantasy rankings. Michael, I think you know me well enough to know that I'm stuck in the 1980s. In fact, I'm wearing the members-only knockoff jacket right now. Nice. So when I hear Blaine, Blaine Gabbard, I'm thinking pretty in pink, John Cryer. His name is Blaine. How are we going with Blaine? But in fairness, Cordell's favorite player, Blaine Gabbard, had three touchdown passes and lost <laughs> to Houston. Any confidence in Blaine? If a listener was in dire straits, I know they're matching up with Jacksonville this week, but... Some people listening have no options. 
Old rule of thumb. I mean, there's two things that he has working for him. Number one, uh, he's born on the same day, obviously a couple of years younger than yours truly. Uh, he may or may not have better hair. Mine's currently purple, so uh, I kick his his uh, rear end there. Uh, uh, but the larger thing is that at this point in his career, he has no conscience, which means he'll be firing the ball downfield <laughs> and keep gunning as if it's the last game he'll ever play. Because you know what? It just might. You bury the lead. Why do you have purple hair? Did you lose a wager? No, hanging out with my kids uh, around my birthday again, going back to the middle of October, and and they were thinking about it, and they went uh, and tried a Kool Aid dye. This was kind of interesting, right? So then you wash the sugar out. I, I wasn't having any of that, so uh, we found some legitimate purple hair dye to show some support for my beloved Northwestern Wildcats. Uh, and here we are, a little over a month later, and uh, still getting it on, and and really driving the people wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you end up finding out that the dad is always the one that gets the, the costumes and all the extra experiments put on by the, by the kid sometimes, right? Because having a 14-year-old, I, I get it, Mike, 100%. Oh, exactly. I, I got no problems with it. I mean, you know, occasionally you, you get a, an extra nail job, which which works, and, you, and your hands feel better. All right, you're a right. You know that. Mike, you just yeah, opened yeah. the door, and I'm going to say this with love. I'm picturing you purple. Do you look like Grimace? Uh, I, I may or may not have a bit of a grimace. Cordell, Google but... grimace right now for the people who don't know what I'm talking about. And, Mike, I need to share with you because you're my moral conscience because you're happily married. You have kids. I feel badly that I had two McRibs, not one but two, on my way home after our seven-hour show on Sunday. But maybe it was an homage to you because you're grimace. As a wise man once said, that man being my dad, never be ashamed to pile it on. It may not yeah, man, be there tomorrow. The kids. It's about the kids. Let the kids have fun with daddy. Oh, right. Do it for the kids, they say. It ain't right. about you anyway. You are the best. I need you to take a selfie right now. Tweet K slash 10 BW Weber in the show account, and we will retweet. I need to see you in glorious purple. No question about it. We'll have that up. Uh, We could do that in about 45 seconds from now. Michael, you're the best. Thank you. Next time I see you, McRib's on me. But remember, it's only for a limited time. Fantastic. That means we got to get to work. Uh, Guys, have a blessed holiday. Uh, Always great to join you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.